We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Welcome to episode number 112 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I've been around the video game industry for a very long time, writing for places like Pixelkin and IGN, also doing some PR and marketing. I am joined by fellow mom Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy, is the mother of a three-year-old, and once again, possibly most importantly, a fellow Game of Thrones nerd. Hi, Regina. Hi. We have to find. I'm really. We have to find an excuse to record more Game of Thrones yeah. podcast. Oh, I have. I've had two suggestions. Oh, and nice. our listeners to this show. Okay, so people who listen to this show can can weigh in on these. Yeah. So the two suggestions for us to continue talking about Game of Thrones are either we go back and we rewatch everything starting from the beginning, mm. and two we play the Telltale games. Oh, which I thought might be good for. Yeah. This too. Yeah. I've, so. I've played the Telltale okay. game. Um, yeah. It's been a while. It was cool though. I mean, the, let's, let's just get, I'm, let's Sorry. stop and introduce Steven before, <laughs> before we get talking. No, lame. it's fine. I'm, I've been preempted by Game of Thrones talk before. If I might weigh in, um, I think you should do both because you have approximately seven years before they're done hyping the final season. So. Lord knows you need excuses for content, so just do it. <laughs> That's um, I would go Telltale Game first, yeah. um, but what I would recommend that you do is capture it and stream it yeah. and then talk about it afterwards. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking. We could – or we could like each capture separately and then I can edit them together so we can see like the different ways it plays out for us based on our choices. I yeah. I think you underestimate how ridiculous that will be. Oh, I ha- – you I, hate yourself? I <laughs> – Because that's – that's crazy. <laughs> I I'm getting very good at video editing, as you might notice. I'm not you questioning your content. I'm not questioning your skill. <laughs> yeah, I'm just it saying. Would be a lot. <laughs> editing four streams of a Telltale game, man. I mean, listen, if that's what you want to do to yourself, by all means, um, <laughs> it would be different. <laughs> yeah, it it would. It would. And so, it would. as it you've heard now, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and founder of EngageFamilyGaming.com. And the father of three kids. Hi, Stephen. Um, I believe uh, moving forward, my title is Stephen the Vindicated. Dutesman. Okay. Um, right. It's in my contract. You have to refer to me as Stephen the Vindicated. All right. We'll um, get to that. call you Stephen V. We'll yeah. Get, so we'll get that's that. what I'm going with. Yeah. Stephen the Vindicated. Dutesman. Okay, cool. Um, and so just real quickly, uh, first off, I want to apologize for our sort of sporadic recording um, in the last month. Um, but September back to school time is way more crazy than I ever imagined it would be. There's lots of open houses and meeting with teachers and all this other kind of stuff that I completely did not anticipate. And so that kind of life has gotten in the way of us recording, um, a few times in the last couple of weeks. So sorry about that. Maybe we'll plan better next year because we know what that is like. Um, okay. So. Uh, let's jump in um, really, really quickly because this is non-gaming related, and then we'll go to uh, the gaming related stuff, which will start with uh, the vindication of Steven. Um, so uh, Netflix just announced the what's coming to their service in October, one of which is Stranger Things 2. Woo! Did either of you guys Yay. watch Stranger Things? 
I did. No, but oh, okay. not because I didn't like it, not and not because I thought it would be bad, but just because I have another glowing box that takes my time. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Listen, I'm... I thought it was good. And Regina, you, you watched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Even though it's it's in a genre that I'm not terribly comfortable with because there was lots of goo and gore. Right. But um, it was beautifully written and the nostalgia is just fantastic and the, you know, homage they constantly play to different... 80s yep. cinema geniuses and stories from our childhood were fantastic. Yeah. I mean, in really subtle ways, like how they constructed some of the scenes and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it was really, it yeah. was really outstanding. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing where they go. Yeah, that happened in It, too. It's funny, Isaac jokes, like, when Stranger Things come out, he's like, man, Stephen King should just come up and be like, this is how you do this, because there's so <laughs> many sort of parallels with it and it and like in the in the book the the kid version of it it takes place in the 1950s because that's when Stephen King grew up but in the movie they right. moved it and the kid stuff takes place in the 80s so it's a lot of 80s. that stuff where like there's a theater and you see like a shot of it where it says it's playing Nightmare on Elm Street and um the one of the kids is a new kids on the block fan which I find completely hilarious because hilarious. I was a new kids on the block fan back in the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, wait. Let's let's unpack this. <laughs> How is that even possible? They're, they're I was called blockheads. I was That's twelve. That's what they call blockheads. You'll find out when Megan gets to be twelve or thirteen. Oh no 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 no! I I just I, I am surprised. I thought I thought you were like super edgy, like from the womb. That's all. <laughs> I just am surprised that there was any point where you like consumed pop culture like that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just saying. I thought no. The the me that you know now came to be basically my senior year in high school. Um, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all, all right. had that. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Stranger Things too. There's a bunch more stuff coming out. You can um, check out. Just Netflix's site, they'll be telling you all kinds of stuff. So that's our non-gaming related. So this next story is really, really big and vindicates Steven. So uh, they have announced, Ubisoft has announced that Assassin's Creed Origins will be getting an educational mode, which is something everybody's been asking for for forever. Um, So it's going to be covered. It's called the Discovery Tour, which is going to let you um, just explore the environments that they've built. Uh, and it's going to have like lots of um, uh, historian um, collated stuff um, about everything that you're seeing. Because obviously a lot of times in the games they take a little bit of liberty um, with the history. Um, so, But this is just – you're just going to go in and just look around and you'll hear um, stuff about each of the things, which is super cool. No combat in it. Um, it's just – what do they call it? A combat-free living museum quote-unquote. So um, so that's really cool. Steven talked about this a couple times in the past. Yeah. I've talked about it on, like, every podcast that would listen to me talk about it. <laughs> like, I really thought this was an opportunity that was wasted. Yeah. Um, they spend all this time creating the... I'm sure they do all this research, yeah. right? I mean, they made... They did the homework to create these things. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure most of this work was in someone's Google Drive at work. Right. Um, so implementing it, I know it pro- it took more than a couple of days. I'm sure this is a lot of work. Um, but not a make a whole new game kind of work. Right. Um, and so the fact that they are kind of leaning into it and adding this educational mode, 
I think it's perfect. And I had suggested it. I know there were a lot of people, a lot of folks like teachers and other educational institutions yeah. were looking for this. Um, this is going to be great. Um, I mean, Assassin's Creed is a super powerful, a super popular game. Um, and so this is, I mean, this is perfect. I, I got, I saw the tweet while I was at my day job and I was not productive for about a half an hour because yeah. <laughs> I was really, really, really excited. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably one of the bigger announcements in recent memory. Yeah. Um, now I just want them to go back and do it to all of their old games. Right. Um, that's my that's my issue is now I'm hungry. Now I'm like, <laughs> all right, you gave me a taste. Can you guys go back and just retrofit that into everything? Um, I know they won't, right. but you know what? Um, all signs are that this Assassin's Creed is going to be great. Yeah. And that it should. I saw a number of people who were like, you know what? I'm buying this now. Um, and I can absolutely see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were going to wait, yeah. but, you know, now I feel like I want to support them. Yeah. Um, so this is freaking cool. Yeah. I, I feel vindicated because I had suggested it and I thought I was being ignored and it turns out they just were listening to other people saying the same thing, <laughs> but I'm going to take all the credit for it. Uh, um, thank you world yeah. um, for, in, for me inspiring them. So, um, so I'm looking at the article on the verge and they've got a screenshot there of what this is going to look like. So it looks like. Um, you're gonna, when you walk around a room, there are going to be different stations, quote unquote, where you can interact, well, not interact with things, but get more information on things. So, um, the, the, the screenshot talks about the mummies station four out of 10. Um, uh, you've got a picture here of the tools, the ancient tools that were used and tells you what they are and where the photo came from. And then they've got a little description of like how they were used, which is funny about this one because it's. <laughs> First, the brain was extracted by inserting a spoon through the right. nostril. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yay. Yes. Scoop it out. <laughs> I mean, I understand yeah. it's nonviolent, but. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know. Yeah. They they didn't say it was going to not. They said right. that there was going to be no stabby stabby. Right. <laughs> yeah. They did not say that it was – they did – and they it's specific. If you read the notification, it does not say that this is going to be like an all-ages educational experience. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, we're going to have to see. It'll be interesting to see if the ESRB weighs in mm. on the educational too. stuff. Mm-hmm. With that said, the game is already guaranteed to be rated M. Mm. I mean, yeah. duh. So since this is just an add-on to the game and it's already rated M, I would presume – that they wouldn't have to resub- like get it recertified mm. and because they're not adding like adults only content. So like right. the fact that they're already rated M, it's probably gonna be okay. I guess the real question is whether or not they would have them have the ESRB look just at that mode. Mm-hmm. Right. Um which if they're billing it as educational, that maybe that might be what they do. I don't know. I might I'm gonna I can say with certainty that I will be taking that I knowing when that comes out, I will be taking time off from work and playing it and likely streaming a lot of it on YouTube. Um, so I can tell people whether or not it's appropriate for their kids. Yeah. Uh, because I'm going to know pretty quick. So, yeah. The other thing in this screenshot is that it basically it shows, it looks like it shows you something being inserted into this person's nose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So they've got like, it's not just a picture of what like the inside of a pyramid would look like. They've got like 3d models of, of things happening. They're not moving. At least I assume they're not moving. Um, but, um, but yeah, so some of it might be a little gruesome. 
But you know what? I mean, that's Egyptian history. Like, if you're going to talk about that, even in the classroom in any way, like, you have to talk about mummies and all that kind of stuff because that's just a huge part of that history. So, although I don't know when I started to learn about Egyptian history. Probably not when I was five. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow. So that's happening, which is super cool. We're excited about that. So the Atari box, <laughs> which was announced earlier this year, they've just... An- Who wants <laughs> this? <laughs> I don't know. They just announced some um, some of the specs for it, and yeah, uh, I, I don't understand. I, although I haven't understood the Nintendo ones either. I, I completely un- don't understand any of this. So, um, but it's basically going to be like the NES Classic has been, and where there's going to be a bunch of Atari games preloaded onto it. And, but it's also going to be able to do some other stuff because they're looking at a price point of 250 to $299. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I think is a big, big mistake right out of That's the game. That's a huge ask. I know. The, you know. Yeah. I mean, a they. Classic console yeah. game. Yeah. They got a. Lin- I, it runs on Linux. So, Linux, you know, yeah. so you're, you're about. You're allowed to do other things, obviously. Um, but still, man, I don't know. I think they've just killed themselves i didn't think that they were gonna have a chance anyhow but 250 dollars no way the only the only hope it has is if the mod community really really gets attached to Mm, it right like if the specs are good enough that somebody can mod that to play moderate quality like indie pc games Mm -hmm. on it then maybe it has a hope um you know, yeah. it's Linux, and I know there are f- a fair number of, like, Linux emulators. Mm-hmm. Um, So they could be just creating, like, the answer to the, oh, I don't want to bother with a Raspberry Pi, so mm-hmm. I'll just buy something. I mean, it does look nice. I yeah. mean, I can't hate on that. I mean, it is a nice-looking piece of tech, but it's... I mean, you three hundred bucks for that? You sh- yeah. I don't. I don't know who wants this. Like, you may not understand the NES Classic, but you can understand that there are certain people that would want that, yes. right? Like, there are hardcore yes. NES fanboys, right, who would buy that. I don't know anyone that like. There are people who are attached to the PlayStation, to the Genesis, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone who is attached to the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and I. I mean. It was a foundational console, right? It was one of it's a it's a big deal in gaming history. Mm-hmm. But I don't know anyone that's attached to it as like this is my thing. Right. Because most of the people who it should have been, they're all NES people because the NES is like the the better games. Yeah. So I just don't know who this is for. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's for like hardcore collectors. I mean the reality is if this were seventy five dollars. Mm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I would have bought be. one. Yeah. But I would have I would have put it in a plastic case, and I would have put it away in my closet mm-hmm. because this is one of those pieces of tech that comes out at like Antiques Roadshow thirty years from now. Right? <laughs> they're not gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna bomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's doomed. But for three hundred dollars, forget it. I'm not even. I mean, I'm not gonna. No way. No <laughs> yeah. way. When I thought it was a hundred bucks, I was thinking of it just for the sheer nostalgia of it. Yeah. But. I'm not, you know, if I'm going to spend 300 on a console right now, it's going to be a Switch. It's not going to be yeah. Yeah. Know, an Atari. <laughs> I, I'm like a handheld thing that plays Atari games and maybe you can hack versus mm. 
one of the hottest things, things on the market yeah. right now. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's no if it lets me play yeah. Breath of the Wild and mm-hmm. Super Mario Odyssey, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Even the nostalgia thing, too. I, I mean, I can't speak for other people, but at least for me, uh, God, this is years ago, probably six or seven years ago. There's this crazy um, sort of uh, old school uh, video game shop that's that was near where we lived in California. Um, and so we were friends with um, Mike Micah, Donkey Kong Dad, if you've heard about that. He's like a crazy, insane collector of like everything pop culture. So he would go to that store like all the time. And Isaac went with him once and bought an, an Atari, an old used Atari, and brought it home. He got some games. And we like put the games in and we're playing and we're like, man... Yeah, this does not live up well to our fond memories. <laughs> yeah. Like nope. So, yeah. A lot of NES games don't. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I I have an NES Classic, and I have played it. And you know what? Some of those games, like, they aren't – they're just not what I remember. Right. Um, I mean, some of the games on that system are classics, but, like – then you get like Balloon Fight, which is really only cool because Iwata played it or made it, <laughs> helped make it, right? So like it's – I mean the SNES class is a little different. We'll get to that in a second. I mean that thing is just full of perfect games. But, you know, like the, some of this Atari thing, the game design had not evolved enough. Mm. Like and the technology well, was yeah. still so limiting that there – you know, all great art is is helped forward by limitations, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's what makes it great. But at that point, the Atari was so limiting that you couldn't really do anything with it. Yeah, most of the you games... Know, it wasn't until, you most know... Of the, almost all of the games were developed by one person. Um, yeah. Because yeah, Isaac worked with a few of them. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to do my name dropping again. Um, it's funny because um, Todd Fry is the one who did... Pac-Man, you know, the universally completely slammed Pac-Man. Um, and he, he worked with, uh, with Isaac at, um, at another company, as did um, the guy who did E.T. Was it Robert, Robert Scott Warshaw or something like that? I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, but, I think so. But yeah. Your husband worked with him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he worked with both of them. I actually worked with Todd Fry because he worked at the, uh, the company that I was doing PR marketing for. Which was Isaac was working there at the time too. So yeah, yeah. Todd's a pretty crazy dude. Uh, it's weird that he still needs to work, given the fact that how much money those game designers made back in right. the day. So um, yeah, not great financial skills apparently. <laughs> Probably <laughs> a fair amount of drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the eighties. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna hate. Yeah. I mean, listen, do what you, do what you got to do. Right. I mean. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's not great, but, you know, I can't really judge the 80s. The 80s was just a mess. Yeah. Well, it was just, yeah, I had a lot of things going on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so so that's the Atari box. So let us know what you think. Are you going to buy it? Uh, send us an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com or tweet at gamingwiththemoms. The SNES Classic. Every By the time you hear this podcast Jeez. it will be it's the SNES. snes classic Jeez. the snes classic oh, <laughs> will be out by the time you hear this podcast um i will have played it okay uh i'm still i'm, I'm really interested to see how this launch goes and how many me too see how many are actually going to be available which i really think it's oh, not going to be a lot at all um 
So yeah, so that I'm not betting with you, <laughs> but I'm thinking that there will be some. Yeah, okay. Um, so uh, most of the big gaming outlets have uh, reviews for it already. So Polygon, GameSpot, all those guys. It's getting fairly positive reviews, um, which is cool. So um, so Stephen, which um, which game are you most excited for on this? So I actually went into um, this is actually a very good question. What game am I most excited about? Is weird because it's I, I can I can I delay that answer and talk about what I'm going to play first? Sure. <laughs> um, and this is this was because I actually went and asked a bunch of people. You know, there's a bunch of uh, well, there's a podcast called Continue, mm-hmm. which people may have heard of. Uh, Susan Arndt and Anthony John Agnello and Matt. I think his name's Matt <laughs> Roberts. Might not be right. It might be Dave. I'm not really sure. They, it's, he's very quiet and he says everything's fine. Um, <laughs> so, um, I asked the three of them, I'm in a, in a, uh, uh, I, I'm in a thing with them. Um, and I asked them what I should do and I agree with it. Um, I'm going to play super Metroid first. Mm. I don't know if that's what I'm most excited about. I think I'm most excited about playing, uh, final fantasy six or three. Um, I'm most interested in the fact that it's actually referred to as Final Fantasy three. Mm. Um, but I'm going to play through Super Metroid first because um, I have never finished it. And it is uh, part of my uh, list of shame <laughs> um, because what? there's a lot of super there. What do you what? I I just I'm not saying like you have a list of shame. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you played yeah. a lot more games than I have. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't feel ashamed. Are you sure? About, yes, I am positive. Are you sure? Yes, I am. Sure. I spent <laughs> a good number of years playing World of Warcraft, and that is one game. And during that time, you were in the video game industry reviewing games. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Still, all right. So the the list I, of I didn't shame. play that many old classic ones. I didn't play a lot of the old classics. Okay. We didn't have an NES, okay, so, so yeah. All right. Well, that's fine. I mean. When I say my list of shame, like, I'm not, like, losing sleep over it, right? Like, I'm not like, oh, my God. What I have I no credibility. Life? I have, because I have always been a guy that does not need to finish games mm. in order to be done with them, right? Like, if I'm not playing a game for review, um, if I, it's for me, I can play three hours of a game and be finished with mm-hmm. it. That may drive my wife insane, but, you know, like I don't need to, like, Cuphead's coming out on Friday. Yeah. That game is, is real hard, and I bet you I'm not going to be able to beat it. I'm going to play it, and I'm going to play it until I'm beating my head against the wall, and I'm done, and then I'll be done. <laughs> and I'm fine with that. I don't need to finish games, but there are a few, you know, that are some of these, like, put up on lists of, like, the best games ever made, and it feels weird to me as a huge Nintendo fan to like have some of these holes in my library of games that I've never finished. Mm. And super Metroid is one of them. Um, there are really only a handful of games that I think are truly shameful that I have not played them. One of them being, I haven't finished super Metroid. The other one, I've never finished chrono trigger. Um, that's like my biggest one. Cause as a huge square Enix JRPG nerd, the fact that I haven't finished chrono trigger is literally an embarrassment and every time i bring it up it actually does limit my credibility as an rpg fan so i have to do that one um but i you look at that that the list of 20 games mm-hmm. and they're with the exception of star fox 2 which nobody really knows enough about like they're all masterpieces mm-hmm. like these are all some of them are nearly perfect games yeah right so 
that, I mean, that that's obviously going to kick up demand, which is going to make it really hard to find. That's why I'm super good friends with my GameStop manager. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where um, th- that she is my Facebook friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, it makes it awkward that my GameStop manager is a, a young lady. <laughs> and so I'm Facebook friends with her and it makes my wife not angry. <laughs> But play, but playfully upset. Do you, do, do you understand? Yeah. I mean, having knowing what you know about my wife, you would assume that it gives she's her like, ammunition. Oh. oh, totally. She's like, oh, so you're talking to your girl? That's what she refers to her. She's my girl. Oh boy. And um, so it's she's playfully upset with me. Um, but you know what? It's worth it because I didn't have to work super hard to get an SNES Classic pre-order. Listen, if I have to just have my wife make fun of me about a girl, sure, fine. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Uh, and for those of you who, Event- who didn't know, uh, Stephen mentioned Star Fox 2 uh, has never been released. So that's why nobody knows kind of what it's going yeah. to be. IGN reviewed it. I'm going to look up oh, Sam okay. Claiborne's review. Did you ever work with Sam Claiborne? Yes. I believe. Is he as, is he as wacky as he comes off? Um. Yeah, in person, like he's he's he seems crazy wacky, but in person he's kind of more reserved. Um, he's still like crazy into old school games and buys like old arcade cabinets and stuff. But yeah, it was really it seemed like a kind of quiet um, guy. So he was on the I think he was on the um, guides, he does guides. The guides. Yes, he was on the yeah. guides team there. So um, holy crap, he gave Star Fox two a five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you have it. Um, Star Fox 2 has some beautiful, totally 90s moments, but it's primitive, choppy 3D gets in the way. It is mediocre. Now, with that said, a 5 on the IGN scale is actually not even bad. No, it's not. A 5 on the IGN scale is mediocre. Yeah. The problem is, with the universe, is that nobody, you know, everybody just assumes anything less than an 8 is, like, bad. Yeah. And that's not true. So, it's mediocre, which means it's not perfect. Mm. But, like, all the other games, I mean, Mario 3... And oh my god, this thing is crazy. Um, how many need to be there at the GameStop when I go pick it up? Like, how many need to be there for you to think that there was enough? I don't know. Like, do I need to like fall back into it like the Nesty plunge <laughs> and like knock over a whole end cap full of them? <laughs> no. Where is your GameStop? Like, isn't it? My GameStop is in, well, I mean, it's in Bristol, Connecticut, which for those people that are curious, it's where ESPN is. Oh, okay. Um, it's not a small town. I don't live in, like, an urban center. Right. That's kind of what I was trying to go yeah. for. Um, obviously, because your GameStop is going to get less than, like, the ones in Seattle, for instance. So uh, One would hope. One would hope. <laughs> one, would hope. Yeah. Um, one would hope. So, I don't know. So, for you, I would say they would need to have 15. 15? 15. Above and beyond their pre-orders? Yes. Because I know they got 20-some-odd pre-order units okay. that they could actually sell, uh-huh. which is more than they got in their first run of NES Classics. Yeah. Like, the first day they got NES Classics, they got 10, mm-hmm. and they were allowed to pre-order, like, 23 or something of them, uh-huh. of the SNES Classics. So, but you're thinking if they have those 23 plus an additional 15, that's quote-unquote okay? Yes. You'll feel better? All right. I will. I don't. I will be there with better. pictures. I, yeah, I don't feel bad at all. So, you know what? You know I, what I, I mean. hope, Stephen. I hope for 
your sake and all of the crazy Nintendo fans' sakes that I am completely wrong and that Nintendo really is telling the truth and that they're going to have uh, these readily available. So I hope that they do. I hope so, too. So. Don't worry about me, though. I pre-ordered. <laughs> right. yes. So don't worry about me. I'm fine <laughs> because my girl will take care of me. <laughs> your girl. She's my girl. Girl. Oh. I brought her coffee once. <laughs> only once? Actually, to be fair, yeah, only once. Only <laughs> once. The Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah, okay, but that's because we live in Connecticut. <laughs> yes. I know. I literally drive by four Dunkin' Donuts between my house and the GameStop, and the GameStop is five minutes away. <laughs> I mean, I live in Connecticut. Yeah. I know. Like, there's practically one down the street. I know. Like, And I live in I cow it. country, so. I miss, I miss. Oh, Did you bring right. her you sh- munchkins, though? No, because uh, <laughs> I asked her if she wanted coffee. The only reason uh, I did that is because... No, 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 wait. Uh, I felt bad. They had, they're had they redoing their entire store. Uh-huh. And all the people that were going to help her um, called out. Because oh. they didn't want it. Because they work retail. Yeah. Mm. And so... Um, and she was complaining on Facebook. And I was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Because I thought that, like, she was, like, you know in dire straits. And it turns out that she had to pull in favors of all of her store managers from around the state to come help her Mm -hmm. because all of her employees called out and I don't work there, but like she was, she had been there since four. She was going to be there until nine. I felt bad. So I was, and I was going there to pay off more of my SNES classic anyway. So I stopped by and spent $3 on a coffee for another human being. I think it's okay. There was no exchange of goods for services. (laughs) If anyone was curious, (laughs) Not suspicious oh, at all, but there wow. were. Oh, I mean, it's totally suspicious. But <laughs> th- the exchange was, she pre-ordered. She helped me pre-order my uh, SNES Classic. Therefore, right. I owe her big time. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, like I said, by the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be out. If you've got one, again, send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think. Uh, but I'm also curious to everybody like around the country, your experience, if you have not pre-ordered it, are you able to go buy it? I would like to know that. So uh, everybody let us know. You can tweet at Gaming with Moms as well as the email. So yep. also by the time this podcast is live, what we're talking about here will have already happened. Uh, so it'd be interesting to hear what everybody thinks. So uh, Rockstar has teased something about Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, all they've said is that they're going to say something uh, on Thursday. We record on Wednesday. They're going to say something on Thursday, the 28th, at 11 a.m. And uh, it's in the Red Dead Redemption font uh, with, like, red color on a black background that looks... <laughs> yeah, which means it's not going to be about bully or table tennis. Right, exactly. So um, lots of people are speculating that it might be announcing a, an actual release date. Uh, which would be cool. Um, or, I don't know, who knows? Uh, they may just have like a three-second trailer. doesn't matter. It's Rockstar. So they can <laughs> yeah. do whatever they want. Yeah. Now, if it follows the pattern of of Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. the second content dump was a trailer with like a woman's voice over it that like very clearly explained, okay, in like a minute, this is the game. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, like the bi- like not the whole game, but like the big key components. They added a bunch of stuff like golf mm-hmm. and motorcycle racing, etc. And that there were three main protagonists. If those seven people on that line 
are playable characters that you can switch between between. Mm -hmm. I would expect that this game, if that's the case, I would expect that we would find out now that we're going to be switching between this whole team of bandits, Mm -hmm. if that's the case. Or if you have to choose one, I would think that they would tell us that now. I don't think we're going to get a release date, though. I don't think they care because it's not coming out. Uh, they, they don't need to tell us a release no, date they because they don't want delays. Yeah. They right. dominate they like they dominate a news cycle by releasing a screenshot. Right. And they know it. Yeah. This is Red Dead Redemption 2. This is like this comes out next fall. Sony's moving God of War spring. out of it. If they have or is it spring? Oh, that's spring that's spring 2018. No, no sooner yeah, than that's April fine. 1st. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, I'll believe that when they when they ship it to my house for free. Um, like, there's just no way it's coming in spring because this is Rockstar. They don't put out games on time because they don't care. As opposed to Square Enix, who doesn't put out games because they don't know how to make games on time. There's a difference. <laughs> Rockstar just doesn't care. They're just like whatever. I I, I would bet holiday, but either way, nobody's gonna mess with that game. Yeah. As soon as it's announced, everybody's moving their stuff because mm. it's just dead. You're dead in the water. I'd have moved Overwatch from that thing. Mm. You just don't mess with it. So I, I don't think they need to tell us a release date. Yeah. I mean, I guess unless it's, two, you know, in two weeks. <laughs> I mean, if anybody could just – if it is that soon, which is insane, then I guess why not? But <laughs> okay. I, I have my doubts. Yeah. I think it's just going to be gameplay. I think it's just going to be gameplay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Which is fine. Everybody will have, will have seen. Um, I just thought it was worth yeah. mentioning in case – you hadn't known that this information was being released and you're just listening to this now. You know that you can go find whatever mm-hmm. it is that Rockstar released about Red Dead Redemption 2. All right. Are are you uh, are you down with Red Dead? Are you can you play Red Dead? Um First question, can you play it? What do you mean can I play it? Motion what is sickness. like will it hurt you? Like yeah, you mean my motion sickness? Yeah. No, I could like, totally it hurt it's, you? it's third person, so I could totally do that. I play. So it's kind of like Horizon. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of deal. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I'm just checking. I worry about you. (laughs) I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, No, I played the first one um, probably about an hour, two hours, um, and it just uh, it it didn't grab me really uh, because I don't I don't tend to like like old west type things. It's just not my jam. Um, So uh, so I don't know maybe. Uh, I'll probably, if we get it, I'll give it a try. I don't know if Isaac's gonna want to get it either, but um, but we'll see. Um, so maybe that's a, a very. <laughs> I will buy it when it is on sale. This is not a day one purchase mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, I I thought the first one was neat and it was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to watch the What's Good Games crew or the kind of funny crew do let's plays. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking forward to a couple hours of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the week or so after it comes out, but I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I I'm glad that they make this game. I'm glad it makes people happy, but it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. But but that's okay. There's so much coming out next year. Yeah. Next year is insane. Um, and it's only getting worse. I know we missed last week, and there were a bunch of announcements. Um. Like, so it's just bonkers. Yeah. It's just bananas. So I'm fine with missing Red Dead. Yeah. I'll play God of War and Spider-Man. Yeah. And all the other... And I'll play Neko Atsumi and P- PSVR. Right. I forgot that that was coming. Did, did you hear some... Like, did you... Because I pretty much heard Simone de Rochefort freak out <laughs> from New York at 
my house. I mean, did, did the noise carry all the way over to the West Coast? Yeah, I don't... Um, Shout out to Simone. Yeah, no. But, <laughs> no, it did not. Um, but, you know, I don't remember when that was even announced. I, I didn't... Like here, it was about at Tokyo it. Game oh, Show. TGS. Okay, I didn't hear about it immediately as it was announced, so uh, I had a little bit of a delay. So I I found out about it because of, I heard Simone de Rochefort screaming from wherever she was. <laughs> I just assumed you heard it too. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing she can uh, that she's going to be able to um, do uh, pets in VR because she just tweeted recently that she filled out an application to adopt a dog. Except for she can't have a dog in her apartment. It's like, what? <laughs> what? I know, exactly. That's Simone, though. I love her, but that is so her. Um. <laughs> that is 100% Simone. Yeah. <laughs> she's one of them, uh, Regina, you, you haven't met her, but she's one of them wacky creative types. Actually, I did meet her. Oh, you did? Yeah, I interviewed her. When did her. you meet her? I interviewed her on my show. Oh, well, then never mind. When I was at... Um... Isn't... So isn't she one of those wacky creative she types? She's definitely a wacky creative type, yes. But yeah, she came on my show when I was at Emerald City Comic Con. All right. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, then never mind. <laughs> I, I I forget that you guys all know each other. Um, <laughs> I only met her the one awesome. time, though. So <laughs> She's awesome. If she's listening, yeah. nothing but respect for Simone. Yes. I knew she was going to be a big deal from the first day I met her. And I say that to her all the time. Yes. Yes. Well, she not all the time, because that'd be weird. She <laughs> Stephen came on the podcast so when she was still on it for oh, okay. like a month or so. I filled in for Nicole. Lynn. What was funny is oh. for the first bunch of time, I refused to believe that Nicole existed. <laughs> um, because every time there was an opportunity for me and Nicole to be like on a video chat or a conference call, she was like, I don't need to talk to this asshole. Right. Who is this guy? Again? What's his name? No. Because she's like, listen, um, I'm the big time EIC of Pixelkin.org. I don't need to talk to this sh- this schmo. No, he's nothing. I no, that is okay. First of all, that is totally not. true. That's absolutely She'd not never what she said. She was just super I think busy. it was like within the first couple weeks that I started. She'd never say you know, schmo. Pixelkin and EFG were doing this sort of content sharing thing, and so. Simone told me about that, like, you know, my first day or whatever. And I was getting, I got everything all situated. And then within the first, like, two weeks, probably, I emailed Stephen to ask if he wanted to continue to do that. And uh, I got a very vague <laughs> answer. I was just like, yeah, sure, okay. And then I didn't hear back from you for a while because I was asking, you know, I think which stories you thought you wanted to share. Um but anyhow, and then so as Stephen is is noting, he filled in for me on this podcast when I was oh. on vacation. Um, so that was the first time he was on this podcast. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, didn't know that. I talked about Mario Tennis yes. with uh, one Courtney Holmes. Yes. Um, it was a fun time. And then I remember some weeks later, I got a random email being like, hey, would you like to be on the show like forever? Because <laughs> we kind of. We kind of need you, yeah, because we got rid of all the rest of our staff. So, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, no." But you know what? I wouldn't have passed up an opportunity, right? To finally meet uh, and and uh, work with Nicole. So, I mean, that's just the magic of how this alliance was formed, right? Yes, because they needed they needed free help. Yeah, that's all. It's fine, and and I'm fine. Um, all right, back to the news then. So Destiny 2 um, is getting ready to do their bungee bounty, which is something I didn't even know existed because 
I don't play Destiny, but apparently they put like a bounty on like a real community member's head and it's everybody's goal to try and go kill this person. So, which is, I don't know. It's really funny to me. Obviously the person that's going to get the bounty is going to be like some super crazy skilled player that is going to be really hard to kill. Um, so, um, oh yeah. So they, they said in the article, look at the GameSpot article, it's going to be professional streamer gigs, G I G Z, who is going to be the hunted. And you have to find him in the competitive crucible playlist on PS4 from 8 to 10 today. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> I didn't look at the date. So this was... Uh, 8 to 10. Is it Pacific? Uh, Yeah, it's Pacific, but it's today. Oh, I'm going to... The gonna... date today. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to go get that guy. <laughs> I'm going to go get him. I'll let you guys know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So once again, apologies to people. I didn't read this entire article uh, to find out that it was actually happening uh, today on the 27th. If you participated, let us know. Um, if you caught him, uh, I don't know what kind of words they're going to be giving away if you do. I don't think it says. Hopefully it's engrams and stuff. I actually didn't know about this, but I'm going to try. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be, this is definitely one of those, like, you're not going to see him because by making it this big event, the crucible is going to be so crowded and they're four person matches. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, whatevs. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) we'll talk about that again next week. Okay. There is something here that actually will not be over by the time you hear this podcast and that there's there's a big sale going on on um the Xbox store these the sale is going to go until 3 a.m. Pacific time on Tuesday, October 3rd. Uh, there is a crap ton of crap on sale. It's absolutely this this list is just I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling through all these lists. It's both Xbox One and Xbox 360. Um, let's see. What are the, some of the some of the um, the notable ones here? Um, Mass Effect Andromeda is going to be 50% off um, its price, which I believe it's still $60. So you're going to get that for $30, I, I assume. This doesn't have the prices on here. It just says the percentage of, of uh, discount. It's still pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's a ton. I mean, uh, basically anything that you can think of. Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Um, what else am I seeing here? Forza, Forza uh, Motorsports. You know what? Rocket League is notable. It's yeah. A 40, it's a forty. It's only forty percent off, but the game's only twenty bucks. So yeah. I mean, that makes it like less. Than, I mean, you're not you're not <laughs> you're not getting a good meal at a fast food restaurant for much less than that. Right. So, uh, Rocket League is a big deal. Um, plus, it's forty percent off all the DLC, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, because maybe there's a, a skin you've wanted, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a car because they're car packs, so maybe you want that Back to the Future car pack or something. Yeah. Play with the DeLorean. That's forty percent. Although realistically, who isn't just gonna uh, turn it off and, and like wait and just buy it on Switch so you can have a Samus car? But whatever. <laughs> um, okay, for real, Stick Bold, a dodgeball adventure, is seventy percent off. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm gonna talk. Let's talk about Stick Bowl real fast. <laughs> um, up to the time that I played it uh-huh. last year, Stick Bowl was my game of the year. I think I remember you talking about you it not. on here. Yeah, and you were like, "Really, Steve? That's crazy." No, <laughs> sh- just be quiet. Stick Bowl is seventy percent off. Everybody, go buy it. Stick Bowl is a dodgeball adventure game. There are seven stages. At the end of the fourth stage, you are playing dodgeball with Satan (laughs) atop an oil rig in the middle of an ocean. 
Yeah. That's it. And the game gets more absurd from there. Um, it's super dumb. <laughs> the multiplayer absurd. is actually really fun, you know, because you're playing dodgeball. The dodgeball mechanics are clean. Um, I highly recommend it. And for 70 bu- for 70% off, I bet you it's going to be like $3. Like, this is a no-brainer. Buy it. Buy it so you can play it with your family on a Friday night once, yeah. you know. Like, this is cheaper than going to the movie and you, movie, movies, and you will enjoy every minute of it. Um Flame in the Flood, 50% off, not a bad price. Yeah. Um, don't buy Legend of Korra. It's garbage. Um, <laughs> I'm looking through, or any of the Transformers games. Um, and man, there's a, if you're looking to clean up your um, your Xbox 360 games, Yep. I mean, there's a lot of those on pretty aggressive sales, and a lot of them are um, backwards compatible. Yep. This is a pretty big sale. This is a really good sale. Lots of good stuff. Yep. The highlight for me is Stick Bold, though. That game is so stupid. It really is. It's so stupid, but it's so good. You know what I mean? I I remember you talking about it before, and because you talked about it and it sounded so wacky, I gave it to um, to Meredith Bland, uh, who was doing uh, Techless Mom columns for Pixelkin because her kids love games. Did she like it? Yeah, yeah. she she thought it was very cool. She loved it. That it was like. They're like Swedish. Is it Swedish characters? Yeah, or? they're definitely Swedish. <laughs> yeah. They're all Swedish. It's so dumb. Yeah. The game is so dumb, <laughs> but it is one of those things that like you're going to play it like once every you probably only play it once. Like, I, I mean, I don't expect that it's going to be like and going to take over anybody's life. Yeah. But my gosh, is it so fun? I mean, if you don't like absurd humor, don't forget <laughs> yeah. about it. But like if you like Monty Python <laughs> or like that kind of like absurd humor, then this is absolutely perfect. Get it? They look like Minecraft characters, too. So if your kids really dig the Minecraft-style art, just rock it out. Regina, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you'll like it. (laughs) You'll like it. It's on PC, also. For those of you who are on the PC Mastery, people, (laughs) I want them to put it on Switch. If they put put Stickbolt on Switch, I will buy it day one. Because that'd be great for just taking the Switch places and having multiplayer games elsewhere. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. If you wanted to go be Karen. (laughs) Uh, Um... You don't know who Karen is? Karen's the girl that in the commercial that brought the switch to that rooftop party. No. Called, we just the, the the game universe decided that her name was Karen. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I like everybody's mad at Janet, but nobody knows who Janet is. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Have you seen that? It's a meme. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't see uh, advertisements for stuff anymore because I don't really watch regular TV. Um, As we're approaching the the end of the month, so everybody has announced their free games for next month. uh, Games with Gold on Xbox, Xbox One, you're getting Gone Home and the Turing Test. Gone Home I haven't played. I really want to play it. Um, Everybody says it's fabulous. The Turing Test I did play. Um, I reviewed it on Pixelkin. It is good. I wouldn't say it's great. But, like, if you're, like, a person who loved Portal and was like, oh, my God, I just... I just want to experience this type of gameplay again, then the Turing test is for you because it, it does ha- have the same type of mechanic as Portal. How had. have you not played Gone Home? I don't know. I just had too much other stuff to play. That's just weird. It just strikes me as odd. Yeah. No, I don't have any But guess what? It's now. free for you now. Yeah, I know. It's free for me now. So, um, so yeah, I probably the, will do the, it. Uh, there's an there's a achievement for beating it in 15 minutes. That doesn't seem like the game you would want to rush through in 15 minutes. Right. Oh, it's it's totally they added I read an interview about it or listened to an interview about it. They were um they added that at the end. Uh-huh. Um so cuz it was released on PC first. Yeah. 
Right. So it was ported to the consoles afterwards, and they created their achievements and their uh, trophies based on the behaviors that they were seeing in their players on PC. Oh. So there were players who, had once they had finished it, were basically speed running it. Oh, See how fast okay. they could do it. Um, and so they were like, well, I mean, if people want to do it, then we may as well make them an achievement. Right. <laughs> um, or as Steve Gaynor uh, says, Chivos. He referred to them as Chivos in every interview that I saw him. And he did the rounds the other week, uh-huh. or the other month, rather, to help promote Tacoma. So he did the rounds. I heard him on, like, five shows giving the same pitch. So he referred to them as Chivos. Okay. All right. Um, so, the, so, anyway. Yeah, so the deal is is um, Gone Home is going to be free for the entire month of October. Turing Test will be free from October 16th to November 15th. Um, and then 360, uh, Rayman 3 HD, and Medal of Honor Airborne are your 360 games. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> um, so Rayman is going to be free uh, starting October 1st through the 15th. And then on October 16th through October 31st, it's going to be Medal of Honor Airborne. So It's kind of a, kind of a bad lineup. Yeah. Well, not for Xbox One. Those are both decent oh. games. I think... I- yeah, but they're from. <laughs> wow! Wow! Um, none of those games are are priced at more than twenty dollars. So, from a pure value perspective, it's not that great. Also, Gone Home um, has been out a very, very long time. And anybody who's wa- with the exception of you, because you're odd, everyone else who wants to play it has played it. Okay. Yeah, I think it is that we. I just think it's. Yeah. I think it's an odd choice. Is all I'm yeah, saying. There, I think it's an odd choice. There are lots of, lots of games that I should have played that I haven't played. They just keep cropping up. Someone mentions them, yeah. and I'm like, you know what they, I you know what they them. call that? What's that? They call that a list of shame. shame. Right. That's what they call that. <laughs> shame. Right. Shame. Yes. Ding. Okay. I'm ringing my bell right behind you. All right. So we can't talk about uh, Xbox without talking I made that about reference. PlayStation. Um, so free PlayStation Plus games for October on PS4, Amnesia Collection, Hue, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, Skyforce Anniversary on PS3, Hustle Kings, Monster Jam Battlegrounds, Skyforce Anniversary, and on Vita, Hue, and Skyforce Anniversary. The only game of that whole list that I have heard of is Metal Gear Solid Five, so um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of a big game. Yeah, I mean that it is kind of a big deal. That's a big deal. So um, but I haven't heard of anything else. Anyhow, you ever heard of Hugh? Nope, I haven't heard of Hugh. Well, Hugh's like Hugh's like a you know like an upper tier indie game. I mean, it's all right. Oh, it's nothing. It's not going to change the world, but okay, (laughs) it's all right. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, there really isn't much to say. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, point goes to Sony this week just because of um, because of Metal Gear Solid Five, but also the Amnesia Collection. Those are real big horror games. Uh, and it is October. You're um, right. I, I had, still don't I know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, um, you probably just didn't know that they got bundled together. Yeah. Um, but, the, you know, but. Um, I don't know what, what. Why don't they have the one the the one with Hayden Panettiere? Why why isn't that one free this month? You know, like why not wait until November for Metal Gear Solid and then have just a horror themed month? Like that's what weirds me out about these collection these games with gold stuff. Yeah. Like they don't 
Like it feels like they have the opportunity to have these themed months, and, and they, they don't. They don't do it. Mm. Oh yeah. You know? I'll do like horror for October, and then yeah, for Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But anyway. All right. So that's that. Yeah. Those P- are- uh, PS Plus. Yes, those are the games coming there. Um, so this is, uh, next story, it's been going on for a long time that the voice actors in video games have been on strike. Um, and that just, it just got resolved. Finally. This has been a long time because I remember Almost talking. a year. Yeah. Cause I, and actually I think it's more than a year because they had gone on strike for a while and then something happens that I, I don't understand what happened, but they, then they weren't on strike for like a month or two. And then they went on strike again. So I know we talked about it on this podcast back when I was at Pixelkin when we were doing like physical recording in a studio. So that's been at least two years. Um, so so that's been going on a lot. But they finally did it. All Everything's done. Um, apparently, I'm trying to see what it is that that they finally settled on. But I think it has something to be like a like a bonus paid for based yeah. on the hours that they the hours that they work royalty um, payments yeah when the so, when the games are really successful yeah so mm-hmm. yeah so 75 dollar payment for their first session and they get 20 2100 after 10 sessions um of work so it's cool um so that's done now how are we doing on time we're kind of getting there um so uh there was Warner Brothers did a little flub. Um, they had great intentions with this thing, I have to say. So, um, Middle Earth Shadow of War, one of the developers uh, unfortunately died of cancer while the game was being developed. And they wanted to memorialize him um, within the game. And so their their first plan uh, was that he was going to be uh, DLC sold for four ninety nine. And that for every purchase made, they would donate like three fifty to um, to his family. Um, and then lots of people said, "What? Why you're making money off of this? This is terrible." Um, <laughs> which isn't exactly <laughs> what Warner Brothers wanted because they right. they weren't actually getting any profit off of it. Right? But, yeah. Right. So um. So but anyhow, awesome. everybody everybody said they were terrible. And so they changed it, and it's going to be free. The character is going to be free DLC for everybody. Um, and if you already bought it, you're going to get a refund. So anyhow, I mean, there's great intentions of wanting to memorialize a developer in the game. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, could have been done a little bit better. And then finally, I don't know. You don't or, know, or 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 the gaming population could have just chilled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there's something to be said about. That because people freaked out, the family might be will undoubtedly be getting less. Right. Mm, yeah. That's what I was gonna say like, too. Like, like the, the family is the gonna family. like. This is like mm-hmm. the definition of the obnoxious white knighting, right? Mm-hmm, like yeah. it's not actually helping anyone. Yeah. I am certain that the WDB team went to the family and said, "This is what we're gonna do." Yeah. And the family was cool with it. Yeah. Um, and as long as the family was cool with it, the rest of us, I think that the gaming population as a whole probably should have shut up. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I think some of this probably was a backlash by nature of the fact that they were charging for on disc. I mean, cause he's on the disc. Mm. 
So they were, you know, people were upset that they were asking for a donation for that. Um, I think so. I think that it's possible they maybe could have done it better. But I think there comes a point where it's like, you know what, guys? Okay, so they're going to charge five dollars and give like three fifty to the family. Like that's still considerable. Mm -hmm. That's still considerable um, because this game's going to sell like a billion copies. Yeah. You know, the marketing is already crazy for this game. The first game was great. This game looks better. Um, I don't know anybody that's gotten their hands on it that's been unhappy. So I, I this game's going to sell like crazy. We all could have bought that stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I'm torn because I agree that maybe they could have done it better. But I think people are just too, people are too fast to just assume that things are evil. Yeah, yeah. And it's really, really annoying. Yeah, because that family's going to get less. They're going to give those kids a couple hundred grand. Yeah. Um, which is great because they don't have to. Yeah. You know, like if something happened to me, my company's not giving my company's sending my wife a fruit basket. <laughs> like, I mean, because you know, like that's it. You know, maybe the maybe the call center will put together some money for a Stop and Shop gift card, right? Like right. They, they don't have to. They're not responsible for my children. Right. Um, and I work for a company that ma- that makes money. So like, but they're not responsible for taking care of my children. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they're going to do anything is uh, is applause worthy, right, mm-hmm. and praiseworthy. But they're gonna these th- they are going to get less now because of gamers being so busy trying to be right. Yeah. They didn't think about what that meant. Mm. Um, and that's a problem just with society in general right now. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any way to make that better, but it's frustrating to me. Yeah. You know, with that said, I was going to buy it. I just didn't buy, I don't buy DLC for games I don't own yet, but I was certainly going to buy it. Yeah. You know, I want, you know, with that said in their blog post, they did link to their, essentially their GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. So I hope all of the players that bitched about how they were going to take all that money sends a $5 uh, donation. Yeah. Because now you can't now, you know, just give them money. Right. If you're that worried. Right. That someone's going to take a cut. Put your money where your mouth is. Go yeah. donate. And yeah. I bet you most of the people that complained the loudest weren't going to do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't going to buy it. Probably weren't going to buy the game. You know, so it's frustrating. I, I spent I, I saw this news and I clenched my teeth. I was not happy about it. Uh, last piece of news uh, before we go into what we're playing. Pokemon Go had an autumnal equinox, equinox event um, that was scheduled to end uh, already, but apparently there were server issues. I haven't played Pokemon Go in forever. Apparently there were server issues. Go figure. And so now they're extending they're extending the the event through uh, Monday, October third. So. I was on the side of the developers. I've been on the side of the developers for a while. Like, this is a, it's a hard game to, like, control. There's lots of server issues and, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt. But at this point, I'm getting like, come on, guys. Like, seriously. This game has been out for more than a, it's more than a year, right? Was it last year that it came out? It's been out for more than a year. You'd think that they would have, figured this stuff out at least a little bit by this point you know i I, they keep adding like new content to the game and i'd be like no straighten out your issues first um and then you can worry about new content because they've been doing events and stuff like this so um yeah or 
hire teams that can do both. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, they have to create more content or they're going to lose the people that they do have. Yes, that is true. So, you know, get you a team that can do both. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, how this is doing, like, financially, but you think if it's doing well, um, then Niantic should be staffing up to, you know, deal with this sort of crap. But, but I don't know. I assume that it's doing well, but I haven't actually looked into that. I probably should have done that. Before we started recording. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's the news. Did I forget anything, Steven? Yes. I think. Um, but not because you forgot it, but because we literally skipped a week where they had a big convention. So oh. um, biggest announcement from TGS. I'm just going to knock them out oh, okay. super fast. We don't even need discussion. Monster Hunter World, which looks awesome, by the way, coming to PS4 January 24th, 2018. Um, big open world RPG, giant swords, um, best possible release date because it's out early in 2018. Not a lot of competition. Um, uh, new Nino Kuni comes out a week before, but whatever. Um, so that's that. Um, Final Fantasy nine HD is out on, um, PS4 and it's, it's like something, it's like 20 something percent off. So that's good. Um, that's it. Th- there were some other. Uh, they announced a new game in the Front Mission universe called Left Alive. Um, okay. That is noteworthy because the character artist is the dude behind Metal Gear Solid. Mm. Um, that should be coming out sometime next year. Uh, but all we know is that it is in the uh, Front Mission universe. So it involves like big mechs. Um <laughs> There were obviously a bunch of other, like, hella Japanese games announced. Right. Um, in other news, Regina, this is important for you and I. Yeah. Um, Senran Kagura Peach Beach came out this week. So in case you wanted to play um, uh, Splatoon with titties, if you want to play that game, <laughs> totally okay now. Anybody that's, that wants... Me. <laughs> and, yeah, of course. Um, anybody that wants anybody that wants to laugh a little bit, um, look up Senran Kagura Peach Beach. No, it's no funny. Laughing. It's fu- you don't think it's funny? No, this was the the game oh, at E three that was just the water where gun you thing? use the water guns right, to yeah, shoot yeah. girls bathing suits off right. in, in a pro while they're inappropriately prone. No, <laughs> I mean it's <laughs> this not is funny. this is not a feminist masterpiece um, by any stretch. <laughs> Um, they wanted me to play it just because they wanted to videotape my, like, facial reactions. and I, I did, but you know what? We didn't push it because we knew that that would be rude. I walked but... up and I looked at it and I'm like, I, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. That's the, exactly right. Like, that would have been that would have been rude. We didn't I know, pressure you. I appreciate it. It was funny when we were, like, eating pizza. Like, right. ha, ha, ha. How funny would this be? Right. But, like, but, like... <laughs> Talk is cheap when you're not staring it down with like a doctor in like women's game studies. Like you just don't <laughs> like you just don't do that. With that said, um, from what I understand, it is a technically well done game. It's just <laughs> it's just crazy Japanese. So I, as soon as I heard that it was out, I was like, oh, I can't wait to tell Regina. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I'm not buying it, by the way. Uh, I have no interest in it. Well, um, apparently if, there's if there's like a whole. Well, go ahead. If your wife is sensitive about you Facebook friending the girl at <laughs> GameStop, the yeah. soft porn oh, no, no, no. on your PlayStation or whatever it was, I'm sure it would be crossing oh, no, no. the line. Um, it was funny. We were at GameStop buying uh, something 
for one of the kids. I forget what it was. I think we were trying to get a t-shirt or something. No, we were getting a backpack because uh, we wanted a new uh, Pokemon backpack for our daughter. Mm. Um, and because um, the other one somehow got really dirty because she's four. What are you going to do? Um, and so we are buying a new backpack. And um, she ended up getting a Wonder Woman backpack. I don't know. You guys yeah. have seen it from her book. So, um, so better backpack, only $10. I don't know how that all happened. Um, but anyway, um, I saw that. I saw another Senran Kagura game on the wall, and I grabbed the box and brought it to my wife and said, hey, we could get this for Evan. <laughs> um, and um, I don't know if you guys know. Uh, but my wife has like this stare that could kill someone. <laughs> I have no doubt. And 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 it and I felt it. Yeah. Like I it I deflected it. Your blood but, started slowing down and your but system. But it definitely was a little messed up. <laughs> um but the worst part is like I was trying to show her, but like she didn't hear me first. And so I was and then so Evan heard me say, Oh, we could get this one for Evan. Oh. So he really wanted to know what it was. <laughs> Uh, so I had to give it to my girl and have her kind of hide it for a little while <laughs> because he was like, oh, I want to see it. And it's like, no, no, really can't. Because even the cover is messed up. Right. I mean, it's not yeah. messed up, but yeah. Wow. Not appropriate for an 11 year old. But anyway, so that's yes. the news. Okay. Um, There were other things. Oh, um, yeah, no, there were other things, but nothing particularly ridiculous. Okay. All right. So let's move into what we're playing. Then I took my husband's advice and started playing Witcher 3 uh today actually uh so far so good third person so it doesn't make me sick uh which is why my husband husband recommended it um the story seems i'm i'm really sort of in the beginning i'm only about an hour and a half in um so far the story seems kind of cool i'm waiting for the pieces to sort of come together um it's like a 180 hour game so you've got some time i'm sure um so, uh, but I probably, I'm not going to spend in that much time. So like, you know, the, the difficulty selection, I'm like, story only, please. So, um, <laughs> so I don't have to spend a ton of time with it. Um, and then, so yeah. So we're playing that, uh, Hearthstone and, uh, Cooking Dash. And I believe that is it. My husband just, uh, downloaded yesterday, um, Planet Coaster, so I'm going to jump in and try to play that, too, because that's made by the people who made uh, – the original people who made Roller Coaster Tycoon. So hopefully that'll be kind of cool. Anyhow. Everything I've heard about that is that it is very good. Yes. Yes. So I'll have to play with that a little bit, too. Um, uh, let's see. So, Regina, what have you been playing? Um. Yeah. This semester is going to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> Because seven classes equals not a whole lot of time to play. Yeah. Um, but I have managed to get in pretty daily trying to keep up with um, Hearthstone these days. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been jumping in on that. I messaged Steven to let him know that on uh, Talk Like a Pirate Day, you just got 100 gold pieces just for logging in. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll let him know. They, ch- they changed everybody's emotes to various versions of Yacht. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I noticed that too. So, um, so yeah, so I've been keeping up with Hearthstone. Uh, I'm finally playing ranked games. Um, I'm still not, I mean, I don't ter- do terribly well ranking wise, but I did get to like level 18. So I felt like I'm like, hey, I'm kind of getting there since I yeah. have sh- crappy cards still. So, 
Um, but I've been enjoying that, and I've been glad because I don't know what idea I had in my head that somehow playing ranked games was going to be harder, even though I had played ranked on other similar games. Um, but it's really not any different, and I yeah. get more rewards for it. So I'm like, well, okay, let's just do this. So that's what I've been doing since then. So yeah, have you done yeah. arena at all? I have done arena. Yeah, when they were um, during the frost festival or whatever before yeah. they did the thing and they gave oh the right free, right right yeah um, logins for it or the free rounds to play yeah. it. I was playing it on a pretty regular basis, and I don't know if I understand the arena all that well with the whole idea of what you just have like a limited number of cards you can pick from or. Your yeah, deck or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you have you have a standard size deck. You pick your class first, right? And then you go through like they give you thirty separate options of three cards. So you you pick your class. They'll throw three cards at you. You pick a card, and then you, right. they'll throw more three. You know, and that's going to be a combination of your class cards and you know your random uh, right neutral cards. Um. So and sometimes like I feel like. Man, I got really good stuff. I put together a good deck, but other times it's like I don't feel like I was offered yeah. anything really good at all. And of course, it's all random. But um, yeah. But I started doing that now anyhow because you know Steve Lubitz at once had said like he only uses his gold to go into arena, and I had just been using my gold to buy packs. But then yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, it's only fifty more gold, and you get a pack um as a prize automatically, and then you know you get better stuff based yeah, on how many times true. you win. So I'm like, I'm not that married to my gold at this point because expansion just came out. So there won't be a new one for a while. So I might as well go ahead and try to do arena. I'm sure that I could probably learn a lot um, by doing that type of thing, playing with a deck that's completely random. And yeah. That I have no well, I've been enjoying over. the tavern brawls, too. I got really yeah. confused because there was one. I think it wasn't the most recent one, but the one before, which was um, instead of for magic you had to use health instead of mana mm. and i didn't understand when i first went in that it was i thought it was minions cost you health not mana and so i had built a deck that was like almost all spells <laughs> and I went in to play my friend ryan and i'm like when we figured out what the mechanic actually was i'm like well you're gonna win this one right and yeah. he's like really i'm like yeah you have no idea and so he, <laughs> destroyed me and it was pretty fun but i've been drawing the tavern brawls i tend to play those every week until i can master and i love the ones where they give you kind of the crazy decks with the high level characters who are like really angry at each other and yeah i think those are fun so yeah 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 Yeah. i'm getting more into it cool yeah all right steven what have you been playing um so destiny did i talk about destiny on here yet yes um so I finished the story. Okay. And it's 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 a story. Uh, it doesn't really change the world. Um Nathan Fillion is funny. Um Well, yeah. Spoilers. Um I mean, it's the the best thing he's ever been in. Um but that's not saying much really. Um Wait, what? So, wait, what? wait, 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 wait. 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 Oh, he wait. just he did that on purpose. He's picking a fight right now. Oh, did I did I did I did I besmirch the name of something that you hold dear? Uh, well, you know what? I'm not even cr- like one of the crazies, but come on, come on! I'm oh, not a brown. Did, did, I'm not have a brown I, coat. But still, have I not get into? Have I not got into the whole Firefly is hot garbage thing with you? Oh God! Firefly is hot garbage. Um, shots fired. If you want to come at me, oh. you go ahead and at me. Um, it's how about this? I don't think Fox gave it a fair shot. That and I think is true. that 
it would have gotten much, much better. And I think that a next generation, I think a Firefly, the next generation, the same way that they had Star Trek, the next generation where they just take it and do do it better would be perfectly fine. And I think it would be better than the first one. I just think it was trash. It's fine. I mean, it's, it's fine. It can be bad and you still like it. Um, so <laughs> this is, I'm going to use I, one of Steven. It is objectively a good show. So Steven, yeah. you no. are crazy. <laughs> no, it's, I it's mean, like I said, really. I am not even that's like fine. that crazy into yeah. it, you know? So, and I still, that's fine. Liked it. That's fine. Yeah. You can be wrong. It's great. But here's the thing, right? Like, I still think that it had the potential to be one of the best things like literally ever. Like it, it had the potential to earn the accolades that it gets. Fox absolutely mistreated that whole thing. Yeah. I watched the show. I watched the movie, whatever. I'm not even counting the fact that, you know, Captain Gamergate was like literally one of the biggest characters in the show. Like, yeah. So yeah, I like I ignore after. all of that. Yeah. But like they screwed that show. And yeah. I think it could have absolutely earned the accolades that it's got. I just don't understand. I I just can't. But with that said. It launched Nathan Fillion's career, and so I guess that f- therefore it's worth it. I guess you know it makes people happy, so I don't want it to not exist. It's just you know it's hot trash, and that's fine. So um, Nathan Fillion is a very very funny and well done. He's a very good voice actor, which not everybody is, right? Yeah. Not every great actor is a good voice actor. He does a very good job. Um, Bungie really knows how to make things that shoot. <laughs> I mean, you know, like. They know how to make shooters. Um, so they totally did it with Destiny 2. Um, I find myself just hopping in there, even when I don't really have anything specific to do, um, and just going and doing public events. Like, there's just this really nice loop of just, there's always something to do. Always. Um, and that's really neat. Um, I haven't done the raid. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do the raid because I'm kind of progressing very slowly. Um, but I, I mean, I probably will be able to, somebody will be able to Sherpa me through, but it's a, it's a very cool game. It looks beautiful. Um, the other game I've been playing a lot of is Mario, um, plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which, um, believe the hype people. Um, if you like XCOM, then you will like this game because it's freaking XCOM. It's freaking XCOM. Um, and Mario has an arm cannon because reasons. And Luigi's a sniper because he's afraid so he can't get close to people. I'm not even kidding. Um, and, um, Rabid Peach is a healer. She takes a selfie, heals everybody. Um, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> when she takes a selfie, Just the, it's like the little touches in this game yeah, are perfect. The details. I um you know. I pitched one of my students on buying a switch the other day, just so you know. <laughs> he came Wait, up to you... me and asked me what the, his next console should be. And you said a switch? Yep. I think that's the right decision. Does he own another one? Yeah, he owns um a three sixty and a PS three, I think. And he was asking Oh, so he me, hasn't joined the new generation? Yeah. So he, he hasn't done a PS four or an Xbox and I was like, Well you're right, asking so... Not the right person because I don't play those <laughs> platforms at so, all, really, and I, I don't have either of them. But yeah, I this is going to sound crazy, but it, if I were to give that person advice, I would tell him to buy a PS4 right now. 
Yeah, and you know, um, someone who is a console gamer, I could see doing that. But I also know that he has a, a young son, and so. Um, oh, all right, that's different. Then uh, yeah, the switch is the switch is great. Yeah, I was like um, with the you know the, the from what I think it was John was telling us at E three, he was saying that you know the driving thing really did help like his kids be able to play, and I'm oh, like you know that yeah like, yeah 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 it's really yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really kind of aimed at younger kids. So even though he's really young, I mean I don't even think he's five months old at this point. But I said if you're thinking well, about the future for. What your kids are going to use, they're going to be able to play. Mm. Switch. Man, and... he's in college and has a five-month-old son. That poor, poor man. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be so sleepy. Oh, you should so see him. He comes in with, like, one of those oh. giant energy drinks every time he comes oh, yeah. to class. <laughs> and um, he's always yeah, like that's this. Crazy. And I'm like, I know what you're looking at. I know that look. <laughs> um. So, yeah, th- those are the two games that I've been putting most of my effort into. Um. I'm looking for this. This next weekend is going to be so nuts because we got Cuphead, Golf Story for the Switch, and the SNES Classic. Um, we're in the middle of the crazy season now. Like it starts yeah. now, yeah, and it doesn't stop. No, yeah, no, forever. Like it just doesn't stop. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're the three of us are gonna are gonna pass out. Well, at least I'm gonna pass out. You guys are actually in good shape because Regina's job involves classes, so she doesn't have to play games. And you've got the the fall off. You don't have to. You don't have to work for any uh, video game yes. journalism things. So you don't have to. This will be your first holiday season without having a stack of games to review in a very long time. Yes. Hence, you started The Witcher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you just filled your winter. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or other feedback, you can send an email to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com, or you can tweet at gamingwithmoms. Regina is from the Geek Embassy. The Geek Embassy does all kinds of cool stuff, uh, including stuff on Game of Thrones. That's just you know, the best. Just the best. I was, I was about to say that, and I was like, I don't know if I want to really qualify that, because there is a lot of cool stuff on the Geek Embassy. <laughs> So, so what's going on over there, uh, Regina? Uh, well, launching probably about the same time that this episode drops, um, we're starting a new series uh, for a new show. Uh, so we're going to be doing the Geek Embassy Watches Star Trek Discovery. Uh, so that's going to be our of new, course. our new series, of course, because geeky Star Trek naturally. Yeah, you're are you're required to do so. Yeah, it's pretty much the required viewing. I was I was we were coming up and brainstorming ideas about what we wanted to watch for the fall, and it was like, well, of course, it meant that all of us had to get subscriptions, which kind of sucked. But say lobby. <laughs> <laughs> so we're watching that. That's going to be our next series. Um, we wrapped up the finale of the Geek Embassy plays Pathfinder. I can't remember if I put that up here before. But our big battle is out and up, and you can watch all of those or listen to all of them on the podcast feed. Um, the uh, final episode is three hours long and is an epic battle with a a tiefling. Tiefling? Yeah, that's a tiefling. Yeah, a half. It's a half demon. Half demon. Um, and uh, ne- necromancer, essentially. So um, it was pretty awesome. Bad so, dude. Yeah. It's a bad dude. Yeah, they were bad. Bad dude. We were very Gotta lucky. Gotta hit those guys. We were very, very lucky. And it was very, Can't wait. very funny. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And I got next. Yep. And you're on the next one. Yep. For sure. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, all right. So. I'm already, I'm already tired just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Um, so Stephen is editor and founder of Engaged Family Gaming. 
What's going on with Engaged Family Gaming now, Stephen? Um, so by the time people are listening to this, it will be almost October 1st. Um, October 1st-ish, the, that Monday. I don't know what day it is. My phone's dead. Um, so that Monday after October 1st, it may actually even be that Monday. Um, but thereabouts, we will be launching our holiday gift guide, mm. which is going to be uh, – we are all working feverishly on it right now. Um, it's going to be pretty intense. Um, but most importantly, uh, we're going to have a giveaway um, oh. that is going to be fairly big. Um, here's how it's going to work. You're going to enter the giveaway and help share our gift guide and you could win a present. Um, and there's going to be a lot of prizes because I have been collecting swag and gifts and board games and things to give away since January. Wow. So um, keep your eye on our various social channels for a picture that I'm going to put up on Sunday of all of the stuff that we have to give away. Um, I saw some, some of it at E3. It's very good. And some Actually, of it, some of it's from E3. It, yeah. She helped collect some of it from E3. Um, we have some board games coming in. In fact, several board games. Um, some of those board games are um, games that, like, maybe aren't even going to be released or haven't been released yet. So they're like cool prototypes. Uh, so if you're one of those types of folks, um, so yeah, it's going to be a big giveaway. It's going to be going on for the entire month of October to help spread our gift guide. Uh, but it's going to be pretty cool. I might even have an extra copy of, I'm going to have two copies, I believe of the crash bandicoot trilogy. Mm. And then, um, very likely a console or two. Hmm. Those are less things that I've collected because one doesn't really collect those. Those might be purchased. But right. so if you're interested in consoles, because we have given one of those away before, mm -hmm. um, keep your eyes on Engage Family Gaming because we might be doing it again. Cool. Possibly even an SNES classic if we get our hands on one. Mm. Cool. Mm. Um, so but I not one of the Atari boxes because right. hell with that. <laughs> right. Not going to do that. Um. So I forgot to mention, just want to mention real quickly, um, this weekend is Geek Girl Con uh, in Seattle, oh, yeah. uh, September 30th and uh, October 1st uh, this weekend. I will be there with my family, so if you're a listener to this program and you live in Seattle, tweet at me, at Nicole Tanner, and uh, maybe we can meet up. I really hope the bug chicks are back. Um, Oh, but yeah, that was really cool. I didn't see them listed in the exhibitor list, but I don't know. We'll see. That was, uh, was like the – and I wanted to spend the entire day there. It was amazing. <laughs> um, but she got to hold – she got to hold this, like, really big, creepy-looking beetle. Um, and then she got to hold a, a big caterpillar that, like, turned into – would turn into a, a giant moth. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it was really cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's this weekend – uh, tickets are still available, I believe. Available. I don't think they're yep. sold out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that's it then. Um, thanks so much for listening and we will be back with you next week. Bye. Bye.